Well, our guest today is Tim Brown from Hook Agency. This is a website development company that specializes in websites for contractors. And I consider myself sort of an amateur website uh, guy. I guess like I consider myself an amateur lots of things um, in terms of hobbies and crafts and trades that I like to get my hands on. I, I did my first website in high school. It was probably 1997. And in the computer class, we all built little GeoCities sites with HTML. And even our Essential Craftsman site right now, I did that one, although it, it, it was in Squarespace, which comes up in here, which I'm a big fan of. It's really easy to use. And Tim agreed that for a lot of people, it's a good option. But Tim does more serious websites designed for specific purposes uh, for contractors to achieve specific goals. Maybe that's more business or maybe that's getting in front of the right type of business or maybe it's attracting employees. So if you're a website person, this is probably uh, not going to be too groundbreaking for you. Um, But if you're a contractor, and I know a lot of contractors who don't have websites, don't need websites, their phone, their schedule is booked. But they all at least still like in the back of their mind kind of feel like I should have a website. You know, it's just one of those things that isn't a priority. So that's kind of what we're talking about. And Tim's great. He started this company. He's a CEO, the owner. And wow, they really know what they're doing. And he eats and breathes this stuff. He is the professional. So very happy to bring you this discussion. And also very happy to have our first advertiser on the show. Drum roll. Essential Craftsman Academy. Not sure if you guys have been watching our YouTube uh, rollout, but this week we announced our our newly remodeled and updated, no, it's totally revamped, our our membership site um, called Essential Craftsman Academy. This is where for nine bucks a month, you get access to every piece of content we've ever made, which includes a lot of videos and courses that have never been on YouTube. Our blacksmithing course that we made a few years ago that we sold just a month ago for $300, that is now a part of this. A course that I do about the, about the things we've learned about video work and social media and building YouTube channels and using these things to bring business for contractors. There is a monthly shop talk meeting that we're doing with my dad where it's basically just like this, except it's live and Zoom where you can ask questions to him and chit chat for an hour. And we've been doing that for a few months. It's great. So a lot of reasons to join. um, And those reasons will continue to increase as the months go on. We're going to be adding more and more things to it. So essentialcraftsman.com slash academy to learn more. It kind of has a limited open. So not sure (laughs) by the time this ad comes out, it could be that our, our, uh, our opening window period is closed. We want to close it so we can kind of get feedback and troubleshoot and, and, you know, make it optimum for the time when we roll it out permanent. So there you go. And with no further ado, Tim Brown from Hook Agency. The funny thing is like so many of these things don't go through nowadays, like a Google review, like so like half of them go through now. It's, oh, why? It's why like, is that? Are they like holding them back or something? Yeah, or they're, what like, they're just like, if you're not, if you're, if you haven't left like 10 before and you're just like, they oh. think of it as like, oh, this must not be real or something like that. But it's more like just, hey, maybe our clients don't leave a ton of reviews, you know, like it's not like that. It's not yeah. like they're not on the Internet constantly like some people. So, 
Yeah, that makes sense because somebody it wouldn't you wouldn't have to give yourself very many fake ones in order to skew the reality yeah. of something. So that's probably what they're concerned yeah, I mean, about. It's good. I mean, Google is it's good that Google is fixing that, maybe. Yeah. But it's just so funny. I already know I, I know of a bunch of other um I know of people that do that as like a service. They'll like make fake reviews and like there's work. <laughs> there's Hold work on. more. That's, that's more than their business is they, they will create yeah. you fake reviews. That's a real thing. Yeah. And I know because like we're <laughs> bumping against other marketers all the time. So yeah, that's a real thing. And the funny thing is those fake reviews will show up on people's shit more than like our real clients. Wow. So it's, it's obnoxious, but. Doesn't that like, isn't that risky to do that? Because Google, you're like trying to cheat, right? Yeah, it's definitely risky. I wouldn't suggest it. I strongly suggest keeping with the real shit because it's yeah. also, here's the deal, man. Like I see growth hackers, right? Like a guy growth, even like, you know, on every single platform, there's somebody growth hacking. I think that it gets sniffed out. And honestly, usually algorithms penalize that. So like, yeah. For instance, I see this guy on LinkedIn who is in like something called like something with pods and it like literally like it's like an engagement pod, but it's like kind of fake. So like balloon his engagement to like 700 likes very quickly, but then real customers see that type of stuff. Like it doesn't take a, it doesn't yeah. take like a really adept nose to sniff yeah. that and then to think, okay, is this person the sneaky guy? Yeah. Like you can get branded as sneaky. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I used to do every engagement hack possible, but you want, you don't want to get brand. You don't want to get branded in a customer's mind as sneaky. What other sneaky stuff are you up to? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like a sneaky is the right word. I also see that and it feels phony. It feels yeah. somehow like the person is faking yeah. the essence of what they're who they are and what they're advertising yeah. or whatever, which is and if they're the worst possible if, thing. Yeah. And especially if you're a marketer, like it's already easy to get seen as phony. So yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. something to watch out for, for sure, man. Like we used to do sneaky shit and I, it was good for the client <laughs> in a way, but it's like the sneaky shit. Like it's hard for them to know, is this, are you doing the sneaky towards me or sneaky towards, you know what I mean? It doesn't, we're trying to game the algorithm that that is SEO in a nutshell is gaming the algorithm a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So it's kind of a weird, it's a weird thing, but um, yeah, you definitely don't want to be seen as sneaky or phony. So those are things to watch out for. I mean, homeowners don't want to see sneaky shit on your mark, your social media or whatever. <laughs> so speaking of growth hacking and SEO, it really is interesting because it's almost like Google and these algorithms, they're on the side of like the user, like they want to line up the authentic person with yes. the person searching for yeah. that. So, and websites have, they continue to evolve when I, I've made a handful of them over my life. And there was a time where I felt like when I was, had some businesses that it was a really important thing. And if you didn't have a website, in fact, I remember hearing that all the time. Like, if you don't have a website, you're not really in business or something. And most contractors, mm -hmm can can like dispel that myth very quickly because yeah <laughs> there's a lot of good contractors who are yeah. so busy and they don't even have a computer much less a website um yeah. so maybe why don't you jump in right there what what's the state of like websites today do you do mm. you do you feel like they've changed in importance more or less or is it just a different type of 
purpose now than it was yeah. 10 years ago or, or something? Or what, what's the, what's the stat, so, state of the union now? I mean, you should have one. <laughs> so you should have a website. I think it's like, a st- it's like the stat is like 63% of people or something like that. It's something around there where they make, they admit that they're making a decision on the quality. They're judging the quality of a company based on the quality of their website. So it's basically like they can't tell a homeowner can't look at your website like, or they can't follow you to a job site and look at the detail of the, the, the carpentry work of the thing that you're doing. Right. They're, they're not, they don't have a little GoPro. You don't have a GoPro. That, that'd be really cool. Right. right. You have a GoPro and just follows you around and shows the, the detail of your cuts and they can say, dang, <laughs> yeah. that's a good cut. Right. Yeah. So they don't have that. So the only way that they can see the quality of your company is through things like your website and your Google reviews. So you're just basically projecting the quality out to the world. And it's not just leads, although that's something we help people do is get more leads. It's not just leads because I know a lot of you are just doused in work six to nine to 12 months out higher, by the way. Um, But but some of you want to just be craftsmen. That's okay because we're on the essential craftsman uh, show. But I think that marketing is part of the craft of modern, you know, as a contractor, as a modern contractor, marketing, I think is part of the craft. And certainly we get a lot of that. But the point is, is like, you are showing your quality with your website, whether you want to or not, that's people are judging the quality of, of your services. It might not seem right Mm -hmm. to you, but they really are. And so it's not just leads. It's also how much is this going to cost? And if you get branded in their mind as a low quality provider, they're only going to accept a certain amount, maybe from a really nice website brand company with really good reviews, they would accept a hundred thousand dollars for that job. But for you, based on your brand and the way your website looks and your Google reviews at a 4.2, this guy's at a 4.7, they might only accept a $70,000 quote from you. So they're thinking they're branding you in their mind as the low quality, the, the low cost provider. Do you want to be branded as the low cost provider? So it's basically right. like we're all being judged all the time. It doesn't matter if you want to. And I agree. Websites are not. It's not like you can't make a business. It's like you're going to be branded in people's mind in a certain way. And that's, that's basically what it is. So I, you can roll out a cheap WordPress theme on your website. There's nothing wrong with it. Please do that at the beginning of your business from, I think even up till one, 1.5 million. Like I think that going that cheaper route is actually very smart. You have to be scrappy Mm -hmm. in your business. You have Mm -hmm. to be intelligent with your money because it's, it doesn't make sense at that point to spend a lot of money, but at a certain point you're going to want to you know, sorry to get scriptural here. When we yeah, put away childish it. things, you know, we <laughs> yeah. became an adult company. We became a company that actually like believes in professionalism, not trying yeah. to like put a Squarespace website up there and think that that's going to get us business. Cause it's nothing, no offense. It's nothing. If you don't yeah. put in the work on your website, it's not going to create business. So a lot of people tell me like, and it depends on the niche. So don't, don't listen to me if you're a remodeler. You guys are swimming in business right now. I mean, there's, there's other contractors though that like 
they can put up a, a website and they, they tell me like, my website doesn't bring me any business. So why do I, why would I spend money promoting it? Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's because you didn't spend any money promoting it that it's not bringing you business. So like, I just think some people mm. don't believe in market digital marketing for good reason that they haven't had it happen yet, or they spent $20,000 on something like, no offense, but SEO, if you spend $20,000 on SEO, you're not necessarily gonna, it's not, it's, it's not enough really. And that's a hard truth for some people. They'll be like, what? $20,000. That's a lot of money. Not for SEO. Unfortunately, like if you wow. spend $1.5,000 a month, it's almost nothing. Cause these guys will just give you audits and like a report. And it's like, no offense, a, a report's not going to get you any more business. It takes a like consistent content, writing content on the website. It takes getting links huh. from other websites back to your website. It's almost like PR a little bit. And it takes right. technical changes on the website and basically like it's, it's a sales funnel. So SEO just essentially like cranks open the funnel. SEO just makes it, it's, it has to be content focused and you need blog posts up here on the top side of the funnel and you need uh, landing pages here on the bottom of the funnel to open it up. So more and more huh. business can come through on that funnel and little, little content like one piece one blog every month is not gonna is not gonna make that funnel crank open like we're doing some yeah. stuff where we're like dropping a bunch of content at once just to like try to open up that funnel quickly but it's it's a hard game and time is a big component of it so it takes time so sometimes there's specific knowledge in like a trade or a craft where like you said writing a blog post i mean you could do it these contractors could do it all day but that mm. does take time also. And it's a little bit like run like the business itself where it's yeah. difficult to find an employee who can do the right. job itself. But same thing like writing a big blog blog post about the whatever nitty gritty of French drains is like not mm. not any old person can write that. So my question is, do business owners mm. are you do they need to just buckle down to be like tough? You need to spend your time like writing blog posts mm. and like investing in your website. Yeah. yourself or is, can that kind of be outsourced? Um, yeah. is that, is that what you guys do is like even like the writing and stuff or yeah, how we write work? stuff, we write stuff. So we, it's, it's a lot easier for us cause we're, we're a completely, we only work with contractors. So like we are able to learn a lot. Like I've got people that are like doing, you know, doing some stuff on their home and like literally use that knowledge for what they're writing. Right. But, um, mm -hmm. in general, like it's its own little craft like 90%, 91% of blogs have zero traffic on them. So ideal scenario, you have somebody that has some SEO experience. You can outsource it if you really want. And maybe you could, like, if you did this internally, you could shoot a video, right? Like how, like how to get the right cut on trim, right? You could make a video about that. You could just demonstrate it. Right. And mm -hmm. then talk through, here's the five points of making sure that you get the right cut on trim. And then somebody else could turn that into a blog post. So you mm -hmm. can like, that would be the ideal scenario is like, you're the subject matter expert giving the how to maybe your best customers aren't, you know, like trying to do it themselves. So maybe it's a mm -hmm. little bit more on the inspiration side, on the pairing side, on the mm -hmm. style and, color trends and all those different types of things. I tend to think how to content is not the best for contractors themselves, but, mm -hmm. um, 
And that's why like it almost, it almost is better that we're an outside company that isn't trying to show people how to do stuff. We're actually like talking about kind of a little bit more surface level things as an SEO company writing for you. But if you're just early, if you're early, please, I mean, and, and you have some extra time, let's say you're, you're, you're doing the actual work Monday through Friday and you have three hours on a Saturday that's a great time to build into this. And you have to be scrappy at the beginning of your business. I think that's a really good time to learn some of this stuff, learn enough so that you can delegate it properly when it comes time. So why is how-to content, why do you feel like it's not great for contractors to put out how-to type of content? Hey, I spent a lot of time putting out how-to content for myself as a a person. I I wrote probably 800 blog posts for our company. Um, Oh, wow as time, you know, I did a year where I did 365 and 365 days. Right. So I, I Jeez, learned a lot of oh, what didn't oh. work because almost every single one of those did not get traffic. Oh, and oh, oh so you're, you're just saying because they don't, people don't read them. That's why. Yeah, exactly. And it's not about something that people are searching on Google because Google is that gift that keeps on giving. If you rank on it and YouTube too, right. If you rank on it, it just stay, you know, like, all right, every year people are searching color trends, right? So you can Uh keep kind of like using that, right? Um, But the how-to content, a lot of times, I don't know if you've seen this with like contractors and and they'll put out a lot of how-to content. Sometimes you get like those clients that want to micromanage the whole project. Um, And so I tend to think if I was a contractor, my ideal customer would be somebody who trusted me, who doesn't want to mess mm-hmm. with it, who isn't planning on doing it themselves and is just ready to pay for somebody to do it right. So that's right. why I would personally not be going after how-to content or DIY because like, yeah. because I don't actually want those customers. I want customers that actually like are ready to pay a professional to do this right. So a little bit higher end customers on average are never doing anything themselves, right? I'm not right. saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm saying that's what I would do as a, if I was a contractor. Yeah. So, okay. So what, how do you answer when you have a, a contractor and sure. you already alluded to it, but they're saying I'm booked nine months or a year out. Mm-hmm. The last thing on planet earth I want is my phone to ring. I'm mm-hmm. slammed. I, I, whatever I'm working like seven days a week. Yeah. Like how, how do what is a website doing for that person? Mm-hmm. And when you're yeah. saying like, you're gonna get more leads. Cause that's, they're probably kind of yeah. like, then, then definitely no. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, yeah. what is a, what is a website doing besides like generating leads? Cause to some people that's not attractive. Yeah. It's funny to me cause I'm such like a growth guy. I love growing. Um, but a, a website does other things. It helps you filter bad fits, right? Like we were talking about, Um, earlier about how getting rid of tire kickers is a value proposition, right? So you can filter people with the things you do on your website by talking about how you may be more expensive than others. And if you're ready to pay for quality, then we might be a great fit, but we actually handle this stuff for you. And we, we might not be the cheapest bid. So you're educating, you're educating. So you get better customers, right? Mm -hmm. You're, You're helping people understand your services a little bit more deeply before they contact you potentially mm-hmm. and showing the type of work that you do so that the customers that do come in have a little bit better expectations. Cause you might be a year out, but you might be a year out because you've got 
some people dragging their feet on projects and they weren't very well educated mm-hmm. and they've got problems after problem. Like you may want to start improving the quality of the pipeline, not just getting more into the pipeline. Right. Oh, that's want- really, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I could see, uh, it's like the, the downside of having word of mouth and a lot of like really successful contractors are proud of, and they should be that they can build, they build their whole business that way. And it's great. But one downside to that is you don't, have much control over who calls and I'm sure there are, you know, somebody refers you and, and you kind of like hang up the phone and you're like, thanks for the referral. Really appreciate that. You just know, like, I don't not want to do this deal and and you feel no control. You feel more more obligation. Yeah. And you feel like you have to take that job. And what I'm telling you is you don't have to take that job. You don't have to take that job. subcontractors or like different trades, this probably works better for some than others. You know, some generals might do like one or two projects per year and it might be a little bit of a different animal, right? Just to be real with you. Yes, we don't. And we have some remodelers, but we don't do as much. We do some for commercial construction. We don't have a a ton of general, just to be honest with you Uh at the moment, just because a lot of them are built out. Now, if you listen to this podcast in a couple of years, we might we might be talking again because I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's unlimited, right? Like I think that there's yeah. times, right? It's cycles, and I'm happy that it's a good cycle, and I don't wish that it's a it turns into a bad cycle ever, but it just stuff comes up and down. So whenever there is somebody, we are generally the get more leads company or get more and better leads company. So I can speak to the using your website as a filter. I can speak to your website also reflects on the quality of your company as an employer. And as a referral mm. partner, and I, I agree with you, I don't think living off of referrals is really a badge of honor. I think that you should be turning down like eight out of 10 clients and you should be focused on the highest profit deals. And maybe you are already. So I think the website helps with that process. And if you, you've got a great website, you probably already know this. You probably already know that your website has played a part in helping ref, you know, filter people. And we have yeah. a couple of couple ideas real quick for how to filter tire kickers with your marketing and sales. You can do um, a Calendly on your thank you page. So after they submit a contact form, you can put them to a Calendly or another scheduler. And if they go through that, then they're on your, you know, as a digital, either a phone call or whatever it happens to be. Um, you could put your ranges for price. You could say, we're only Let me doing describe that real quick because yeah. I'm familiar. That, what that is, is a tool where the your calendar is synced up so that the, yep. the prospect can see it. So they can, yep. instead of those, like they're the most annoying phone calls when you're trying yep. to schedule something. What about Thursday? No. Da, da, da. Anyways, you get cut all that out and they see the mm. slots that are open and then everybody knows I'm talking to Tim at three on Friday or, or exactly. whatever. So and okay. if they don't right, schedule proceed. it, sorry. No, excuse me. Um, and if they don't schedule it, you can, you can make a decision about whether you want to reach out to them, but it says like, you put a big headline that says, all right, next step is to schedule right yeah. now. So on the thank yeah. you page, you put a big headline that says time to schedule. You can also send them an e- an email confirmation that says, all right, time to schedule. And then if yeah. they don't go through with that, you can make a choice about whether you want to reach out, but it means a little bit higher intent. I think about intent mm. a lot with marketing. What's the intent? Are they ready to buy? Are they excited to buy and excited to buy from us? Or are they just kind of like checking with a bunch of people? Cause maybe I only, mm. maybe I'm doing, maybe I'm a contractor that's doing so well that I only want to talk to the people that want this, have a budget for this and 
want to talk to my company in particular. Maybe that's where I'm at as a contractor. So this will help you just kind of not talk to the other people. Yeah. Um, and then putting price. I've been on a lot of sites. I've been on sites where I'm admiring it because you can see the aspects. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys do this, but when there's a, a website that says like chat with someone right now. And I'm always kind of thinking like, Oh, that's really cool. That it's like a robot working for the owner, you know, mm -hmm. answering and shuffling and organizing and problem solving. Mm -hmm. And I always really admire that. Cause I think, man, if this tool wasn't here, he's probably, his phone would ring, you know, that many more times. And you got to mm -hmm. kind of, it's, 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 it's cool to see. I could see, I could yeah. see a well-developed a website doing some really valuable time saving, mm -hmm. uh, processes. Exactly. Right? That's, that's one reason, like on our websites, we always put like an FAQ section on each, on each page. Um, oh. that's one of the reasons we put them, we put an FAQ section and we make it into show hides. So it's good okay. for SEO to have more content on every service page. Um, but it's really overwhelming if it was all showing. So we make right. it so you can kind of hide it or open the, open the question. So then you can have your top five most common, even objections, right? In the sales process, yeah. you can help educate people. Um, you, you mentioned Squarespace earlier and, yep. and for you, it's kind of like a, you know, a low tier thing. We, our website has been on Squarespace for a long time. Yep. We're actually transitioning right now, but I really loved it. And I was like, at the time, like really proud of it. So hearing a professional be like, ah, Squarespace, I'm kind of like, Oh, dang. I'm not mad at yeah, Squarespace, probably, dude. It, let me <laughs> let me walk that back a little bit. I feel bad. Um, I, well, I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. our, I, they they can look. Ours looked really beautiful. I was so proud of it, yeah. and I did make it, although it, it took a lot of time, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, talk about it. What's what's the downside of those like out of the box kind of sites? Yeah. Uh, for I think folks? ultimately a website is almost nothing. A website like by itself, like because there's GoDaddy Builder, there's Wix, there's um, mm -hmm. Squarespace and they all kind of make a quick website and they don't look bad. It's just yeah. basically for me as like, if I'm a contractor, if I was a contractor, I just need this thing to make business happen. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm thinking of like, is this going to make business happen? But the only way business is going to happen, unless you have or Google organic traffic or you have ads going to this website is if I give my business card to somebody on the street, mm -hmm. or if I tell somebody or word of mouth. So unless this website can create traffic, mm -hmm. can create people coming to it, then it's going to be much less valuable to me as a con a contractor. Now, if I am a, if I am a YouTube person or I've got like, you know, a media brand or, so, you know, there's different things, right? If, mm -hmm. if I have traffic coming from YouTube, to this site that could help develop relationships. It doesn't matter. You basically just mm -hmm. need, you need to have some way to get people to that website. You know what I mean? Oh, like there okay, has to be some yeah. acquisition. And so for me, the, the best acquisition is Google organic. Cause I love organic traffic. Right. And YouTube like would be another great example. You. So you had YouTube. Yeah. Sorry. What's that? Oh, I'm just saying, you're saying organic and I'm just processing that as like yeah. the people in your area who are looking for yes. that type of contractor. That's the, yeah. that's the person you're wanting, not yeah. someone who's surfing YouTube necessarily or YouTube who knows would what count, else. Dude. YouTube would be a great example too. It's just the barrier to entry seems higher to me on average 
because yeah. the amount of work that's required to get YouTube yeah. traffic. So, but that's amazing one. You guys had that, right? That's an acquisition channel. So an average contractor, like you can play small ball to win big. So you can, you can get really focused on the areas that you serve. And I strongly suggest going after suburbs if you're near a major city, because it's very mm. hard to rank for Cincinnati. But if you did all the mm. suburbs around Cincinnati and you make a page for each one of those, boom, you can get traffic Got from it. organic for high intent people. So Got it. Okay. I just think we need one strategy. So if it's on Squarespace, the average Squarespace site is a little bit less focused on organic traffic, the way it's built. I, yeah. you know, it's been a while since I've done a real like code audit on a Squarespace sure. website. I did one in 2019 and there was some SEO stuff that's off on the templates that I was looking at. But um, I think that the main thing is that people are building tools all the time for WordPress for SEO. Yeah. So there's like, it's open source, right? So open right. source, it attracts all these SEO tools that allow you to move a little quicker because if every, if Squarespace developers had to develop every single one of those tools for search engine optimization, excuse me, just getting yeah. higher on Google, it would take them a lot longer versus opening it up. It's, it's now open source. You get all these people making tools for this platform. So that's why I suggest WordPress we do custom WordPress websites that are like, that fits you like a glove, excuse the pitch there. Um, but basically the, the idea though, is that we need people to come to that website from Google or else that website is worthless. You know what I mean? It's really worthless. It doesn't yeah. matter how pretty that website is. It doesn't matter how well it, mm -hmm. it shows off your work. If no one's coming to that website, except through word of mouth, I feel right. like it wouldn't justify the price that we, cause we're a little bit more expensive. It wouldn't justify the price. So I have to get yeah. people to people's websites. Otherwise it was too much for a website. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, if your website is just after you meet somebody, then you're like, Oh, go look at my website. It's kind of like, it's already obsolete. Like you're, you're yeah. why, why you already have, you can yeah. sell them yourself or, you know, help them out. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. But the, if the website is bringing the people into your, orbit, then and there, there you go. There's, there is exceptions, right? Like I, I, I think about companies that built off of like billboards, for instance, or like other types of like you have YouTube. Yeah. There's contractors that I talk to that like brand and like sponsor stuff and they have billboards and like those guys, that's an acquisition channel. You just have to have an, probably a Something. couple heavy acquisition okay. channels, whatever they happen to be. So some people are billboard. Some people are paid ads. They just do a bunch of Google ads. Then you don't need to, it doesn't matter what platform you, it just needs to be a persuasive oh. website. So oh, I see. Yeah. There's a lot of acquisition channels. Like it's just, I happen to be very partial to SEO. So that's what I like WordPress, but yeah. I, uh, I got it. We, you mentioned this earlier, but I still just love the concept. And it's, it's almost like this intangible aspect of, of websites and branding and marketing in general, where you see somebody's branding or their website, well, maybe their truck as it drives by. And mm. if it's done right, I don't know why, but you just, are, for me, I'm more likely to like trust the yeah. person and like, yeah. I don't like look over there. It's just, it feels like maybe kind of like going to like a, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but like a, like a chain restaurant where you're kind of mm -hmm. like, I know this is like a safe bed. I'm not yeah. going to get sick and it's pretty good. Um, versus yeah. like some 
hole in the wall where you're kind of like, I don't know, let's see what happens here. We could, this could go bad, but could be amazing. You never know. That's always <laughs> That's the hope so like with cool, contractors. Yeah. My favorite yeah. is always like you find this contractor who's so good and so busy and old school and like it doesn't bother. Like I love the concept of that, but it's also a little bit of a risk. And whereas when yeah. you see like a well-developed website, even if it's feels a little more markety, which generally is not like attractive, it's like counterintuitive that the more you feel the marketing for me, it feels mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, they're trying to sell me. I'm going to, I got to, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to not like go down their road here. But point is, it's just funny how websites, they really do that. And I could imagine with like higher end clientele, that being not just yeah. important for, for them to have the confidence, but even just to do work for those people in general. In other words, if they go to a website and it's all busted up, I mean, they, they probably I, wouldn't be on the website in the first place. Can I address your marketing? comment yeah. real quick. Yeah, so yeah, here's the me. deal. Like this is the way I think of it. Your your website should not be about you, the contractor. This is very much based on Donald Miller's story brand. If you've checked it out, if you're if you're not in marketing, this one's still good. This one's a kind of a good it's a good one to read for like intro to marketing. It's basically it should be about the customer. So they shouldn't see we're the best home builder in Cincinnati, they should see you want a partner to help you through the entire home building process. Like instead of us, it should be you on the website. So you should be talking to the ideal customer and showing pictures of your existing customers. That's not even marketing. That's just, Uh Hey, people like you are doing things like this. Got it. And I, I can help you solve this problem you have. Yeah. Like I'm the one who yeah. can, or maybe not say I, but this is the exactly. problem you have problem. and we're your a partner problem that you're, Problem is really good. Starting out with the problem. Are you afraid, like, are you sick of contractors that won't call you back is a great like problem focus headline, right? Uh-huh. And part of it is like really showing other clients like their customers, like the ones that you want to duplicate, right? Show what you want to grow. So we were talking about ways to filter tire kickers, show higher end projects, be honest about your price range, right? Like it's, you don't want that lead if they have a budget of $30,000. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can make that decision. You are in an abundance mindset. You are changing the way you're doing business. You're not in 2012 anymore. You're in 2022. You can make decisions based on your current sales pipeline, right? And and get rid of some of those tire kickers, you know? So I think it's less markety if you show, if you show the people, like it's like if you're showing real people that worked with your company, ideally in the form of video, but even if just it's a smiling face and their review, their Google review with a five star yeah. and where the, the review was left, that's putting, I, I say putting ketchup on the table. I worked at a, a restaurant chain, like we were talking, you're talking about. Um, I worked at the corporate office in one of my first marketing jobs and it was a fancy restaurant, but they wanted to bring it down to earth. It was, it's called ocean air as in Minneapolis. Um, and they would put ketchup on the table just to kind of bring down the ambiance a little bit. So people felt like it was mm. a, like homey and attractive. Right. So it's not just a, yeah. So like I say ketchup on the table because <laughs> that brings it down to earth. When you show real customers, when you show real work, you're not using yeah. stock 
images. You're not using, oh, you're right. not using, it doesn't all have to be perfect, but it does yeah. need to show your real customers and you can't have us, 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 we, we, yeah. we get your we, we off the website. That's a, that's another thing. I, and you know, about like marketing being off-putting, um, contractors are uniquely insulated from that. In other words, that, that doesn't show up very often in the contractor world because they're solving problems and, and selling products and services that are like infinitely practical and tangible mm -hmm. and like real. In other words, yeah. like maybe for your business, it's a little more challenging because you're, you're selling this yeah. service that they can't really see like, oh, well, this one's hundred dollars and this one's wait a hundred times the price. <laughs> this is exactly why I, we, we niched into contractors by the way. Okay. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. This because is, this like is why we're niched into contractors. Yeah. It makes, I'm like just thinking out loud here. And even if you had like really slick marketing and the, if somebody was your, your trucks are all logoed out to the moon, fine. At the end of the day, if you're doing good work and solving customers problems, it's much easier for them to focus on like those guys are awesome because of that, as opposed to like thinking, Oh, well, they're just charging this price because of, you know, mm. all the logos on their trucks. But point is contractors have an, a, a, a real, uh, they're kind of a little protected for some of that, like vibe of salesy mm. schmoozy, uh, uh, more like fluffy kind of marketing where you can't attribute the exact dollar and cents value. Mm. Um, contractors are building and solving very yeah. specific problems yeah. that, that people have. So don't be yeah, scared. That, 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 to be honest, that was exactly why one of the main reasons I chose contractors as our niche. I mean, I had three contractors right when I started as clients, hmm. uh, asphalt remodeling and roofer, a roofer, like three of my first five clients. But it was also just wow. that idea of like, we also had a software company and we had a sales or, uh, financial services company. So like, I, I just kind of like, I didn't like, cause marketing is soft. And then on top of a software, which is soft, it just felt like yeah. I was like removed from, you know, the physical world too much. So like, that's why yeah. I like, that's why I like marketing contractors. Cause at least it's like one layer of fluffiness layered <laughs> yeah. on something very solid. Not yeah. like, yeah. So what are like the, the, what's the ideal size of contractors that you guys like to work yeah. with? Cause like you said, you said at some point when you're starting out and under whatever size, you're yeah. probably best off with a out of the box kind of a. Yeah. And I say that because I, I would have done the same if I was a contractor, I'm not going to go to like, so our websites are, you know, like 20 K and our SEO is like 4k and our PPC is 1.5 K a month to manage it. Google ads. Uh -huh. Like, so I what's say PPC? 2 million, but Google ads, like managing oh, Google, Google ads. ads. So like, okay. and that one, that one's been like really popping off lately. Cause I think it's just quicker to leads, but yeah, we say 2 million yeah. plus, but that's mostly just because I don't want to be a burden, man. I don't want to be, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. think at that early stage, you need everything to pay off so quick. So like people are a little bit more susceptible, like like house and Angie leads and all these places because it's quick. You know what I mean? It might not be yeah. healthy per se, but like, cause you're kind of building somebody else's reputation, not your own company, but mm. at least it's quick. You know what I mean? I get that. I empathize with that. And I would, I don't know. I'd try all kinds of things if I was an early contractor. Um, but yeah, 2 million plus just because we're, and we work with some 1 million plus, but like, it just makes more sense to spend the money that we cost at, because like, I think of marketing budget as like 5% of revenue, like, 
for contractors on average. So I just like, don't want, I don't want to be such a burden. You know what I mean? Like I want to be, I want to be very good at what we do. And I also don't want to like cut any corners. So like, I've also like, we could technically make websites for 5k. Like it's not mm-hmm. like, it's not hard to roll out a, a Squarespace site or a WordPress theme. It's just like mm-hmm. you, I care about craftsmanship in what we're doing. Like all of this stuff is completely designed by hand with people yeah. in our office. We got a 20 person team and then like coded by hand. Like, and we, we do have kind of a starter internal theme for this stuff. So we're mm-hmm. trying to make efficiencies but it's all like by hand. It's like craftsmanship, but on the digital marketing side. So like, yeah, basically that's why on like, I just don't want to sacrifice quality. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna create the cheaper version. Cause I'm like obsessed with making something better every single time. So you kind of spoke to it there, but go a little more on that in, in, in woodworking and welding and asphalt, good craftsmanship is very, it's kind of easy to, see what makes you know yeah. great craftsmanship what does it look like in marketing and in in website work you yeah. know what what is good craftsmanship um in your world and with your team yeah i think it's custom making stuff custom you know what i mean like we're not the track home you know like it's it, it's the it's the custom built for you stuff so we write like for instance on, on all of our stuff it's on SEO, we write these blog posts from scratch every time. We we ask the right questions in the kickoffs to make sure that we understand why you're different than competitors. And mm. your writer is focused on like formatting these blog posts so that they're interesting and engaging with like bullet points and headlines and images and videos. Like we we embed that stuff into, we even do some infographics and we do a lot of like how is this blog post going to rank? Cause 91% of blog posts don't have any traffic. So like we do all that stuff in there, custom every single time websites completely custom based on like, what is your homeowner really want? You know, like what, what is their pain right now? We asked all the right questions to understand what makes your company different and then showcase that on the website custom every yeah. time. So that's kind of, I think the custom aspect. And then it's like, the niching, I mean, being niched is part of our craftsmanship yeah. because I think like when you can, when you can reuse the strategy, not reuse the deliverable, not reuse the design, but mm-hmm. reuse the the strategy. If you said, I'm going to only build a certain type of home, like let's say you're a modern home builder, right? You're like, I'm going to do modern, sustainable homes, and we have a track record of working with companies like that. We have a OG client that we worked with for a long time. Like that kind of specialization, you get to reuse the information that you've gained mm-hmm. every single time. So like specialization yeah. is another crossover. I think that like that's craftsmanship to us is having specialized and make made that leap. And we don't, yeah. we say no to people that aren't contractors saying no is part of craftsmanship. And then the last one, uh, paid ads, our craftsmanship is more along the lines of like, we're writing ads custom every single time. We're Mm -hmm. making the ad account every single time. I've seen a lot of marketing agencies that copy and paste everything. Mm -hmm. So basically that's what craftsmanship means to me. Customization, reusing the information, Mm -hmm. but not reusing the deliverables, reproducing the wins 
but not copying stuff wholesale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's ultimately what I think craftsman, craftsmanship means to me in the last bit. I, I'm just going to say one last thing on this. Um, shakunin. The word shakunin comes from, I, I've, I've heard it in Euro Dreams of Sh- Sushi on Netflix. Um, I, know, means, I know I've heard that word, but I can't, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I could not define it or give you any more. <laughs> I'm going to give you real quick what that is. And I'm going to make sure I don't botch it. So I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. It look it up. It's uh, one second. I'm going to, I'm going to give you kind of a, there it is. It's finding a balance on delivering not only the high, the highest quality, but a dedication to giving back to one's community. And so it's like a mixture of like obsession. It's like a positive mm-hmm. obsession positive obsession with the quality of the work that you're doing on the very little details. But then I'm also like, this is part of the meaning of my life. Yeah. That I'm getting meaning out of derived, like making this the best it possibly can be because I can't find meaning. I, I personally, I built the company this way because I can't find meaning any other way. Like I'm not one of those guys that has been able to hang my hat on. I got the the cowboy hat behind me that can yeah. hang my hat on religion or whatever else. I got, I got this, this is what I have. And yeah. what I have is like, I'm trying to make a great company that makes things really good. <laughs> like, and yeah. then it's a little, it's a little too deep probably, but it's, it maybe work wasn't supposed to be that. But well, I, 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 I get it. Yeah. I've made a handful yeah. of websites and yeah. they're, don't get me wrong. They're like, the equivalent of like a DIY project, yeah. you know, like a, a pro would look at it and be like cute. But yeah. um, when I am done and just looking at it and I spend a lot of time fussing over getting something to like lined up, like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that same sense of like pride as when mm-hmm. I, if I build something in the real world, let's say yeah. in the physical world, um, because exactly. when things, exactly when there's no typos and the, the, yep. the justify margins are all lined up and the colors are like everywhere. Like mm-hmm. it feels really good. And after you've been on, there's a lot of websites F that you can, you'll come across that you, somebody just kind of like said, ask ah, enough. Um, so I could yeah. imagine at the professional level, yeah. the de- the level of detail and precision in design, not just the design, but the strategy yeah. and purpose of a website would be, pretty satisfying when you have a site that's done and you present it and you, you probably feel some real, I don't know, oh, pride, satisfaction of to like unveil yeah. that thing. And it's not just me now. So it's a 20 person company. Like think about yeah. this. Like I think that this probably transfers to a lot of contractors too, who are trying to like lead and delegate right. and then still see craftsmanship. Right. Yeah. So like it's, right. it's way more impactful. I almost cried this morning, dude. And our like, our meeting with all of our employees that because I just was talking about how I, I, I wasn't involved in the strategy of a particular build. In my case, it was a website build, but in your case might be a home or whatever and coming and then looking and there's always already a bunch of quality control that got done, made sure that like all the, the, the processes were carried out and it was beautiful without my work, without me. And I, I made, I helped craft the strategy and the process behind that, that, and we have a lot of checklists and things in place to make sure that these are good, but you can't, you can't get inspiration from that. So there was obviously somebody got inspired 
in this process and made something right. that was inspiringly good without me yeah. having looked at it once. And it was already get, it was getting ready yeah. to get pre presented to the client. Like that's the next level of craftsmanship. So you kind of like I'm yeah. crafting a, a company that makes good stuff, not just yeah, that makes sense. Not yeah. just the website. So I, I don't know. I think that probably applies to contractors too, like that, that, that yeah, are making cool. a company. Yeah. The other thing contractors would relate to, and maybe any business owner, but when you're starting or when you're an employee, the thought of like spending, let's say 20 or $30,000 on a website or on web development for the year is, it's kind of silly. It's almost like, yeah. what? You could buy, yeah. you know what kind of equipment you could buy? It's like, it's, but um when you're running a business and this is something I'm, I've only started learning in the last year or two um, to hire somebody to do it, you could bring it in house and uh, let's say a contractor could hire a, a you know, a, a person to, who knows web and well, it's going to cost a lot more than 20 or $30,000 to bring on the right person. And mm -hmm. that, and that introduces that challenge of finding the mm -hmm. right people with the right expertise and skill and, all that vibe. So it's kind of like subbing out any part of any construction process where mm -hmm. at the end of the day, generally it's much less expensive to hire the specialist to do mm -hmm. the thing than to try to bring it in house. You know, there's a lot of general contractors who could, who could bring all the plumbing in house. Why we already mm -hmm. have trucks and skill saws and whatever. Why, why would we, but, it, but most of them don't. Yeah. Because that, you know, dividing it up at the end of the day is just m more profitable for them because they can yeah. kind of, um, you have, to have that okay. person, you have to have that person sitting around half the time. If you know what I mean? Like you have to either have work for them and yeah, if yeah. you get somebody that can do social media and do video and then do a website, the problem is, is like, that's a lot of skill sets. Yeah. Right? Like I, I wish, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I hire yeah, a lot exactly. of marketers, right? Like I have. I've hired probably 35 marketers or whatever. And there's like, there's a lot of, there's wins. There's mm -hmm. a lot of losses. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying everybody I hired worked out. So like to go through that, what if you train somebody or you paid for somebody to train themselves for a year and then you lost mm -hmm. them. Anyways, I'm not rooting for the, the unfortunate situation that we have right now in the employment market. Like I'm just saying mm -hmm. like, it's a lot of work to learn how to hire well on any, any, any type of specialty role. Anyways, yeah. I think what you and I are both saying is professionalism is good. It's good yeah. to have professionalism and there's nothing wrong with specializing and being okay with saying, I don't know that. And yeah. the real question is, is this important? Is this actually yeah. important for your business? And you may, you may decide, no, it's not that important. And then that's fine. Yeah. But if it is the important, funny thing is I'm like, yeah. I'm like talking out of both sides of my mouth here because yeah. I experienced this in like my own life in terms of home projects. Like I like doing things myself. I just like it, yeah. whatever it is, you know, a roof repair or a sprinkler repair, or, mm -hmm. I just like doing it. And in every case, it would probably be better to bring in somebody else, a pro, but in, same mm -hmm. thing with websites. That's why I, yeah. I always find myself kind of doing them. In fact, in the intro, I talked about it with the viewers. I like, I've been doing websites for the last few months, our, our own, like remodeling and kind of like rebooting ours. And, and it's been extremely frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Cause I like, mm -hmm. don't know how to do it, but I can't help. Also, I just like like experiencing, uh, different yeah. types of trades. So I don't know. I think everybody has to do. answer this for themselves, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, for, for the you, guys who are, yeah. 
And I think well, for I can say it's for like big contractors, for like, yeah, 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 for big contractors who are who got their book of work slammed, it, out, yeah. I, it makes sense to me to like not learn web development. Bro, I was making websites in my in a library when I was like ten or eleven, like like on a wow. really bad builder. But nonetheless, I've been doing this when I, since I was little. I would never want somebody not cool. to experience that if they like it. The thing is, yeah. is I like it. And we, I think we like it more than most people. And sometimes yeah. it's just like, what do you want to spend your time doing, man? If you like, if you'd rather be working with your hands or, or building the business and making a craft out of building the business by selling jobs and, and mm-hmm. hiring people and stuff like that, maybe this isn't worth your time. Cause usually it's going to be less, it's going to be more time yeah. to learn it. Right. Like it could be a hundred hours or like a couple hundred hours for you. Whereas for yeah. us. We're actually much more efficient. Maybe your time is worth more than. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why I've done it is because. And for the people listening, this may not be the case, but like our business and with YouTube, like making the type of website that we needed for this YouTube channel, it's been hard to find the person or the company with like that exact expertise. And so I've always Mm -hmm. kind of, I've always looked and I know like a lot of people could whip out a site that kind of got the job done, but. Um, we've, we've got this like kind of relatively narrow, it's not so narrow, but point is, I think if I would have found a specialist who was like, listen, we do YouTube, we do websites for YouTube channel people who are trying to do X, Y, Z and are heading this direction. I would have been like, Oh, thank you. Please, please do this for me. But I (laughs) never, I found, I never found that person. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm doing it. I guess I'm going to have to figure this out. <laughs> I think you made the right decision with the way you did stuff. I'm just opinionated about contractors and specifically yeah. because I, I know what more because of the lead side of things. Cause we know what yeah. gets Can I throw out like a little bit of like a call to action for folks? Oh yeah, I, please. Yeah, definitely. If you want me personally to look at your website and spend 10 minutes going through it. And, and we have a 20 point audit that we audit people's websites go to hookagency.com slash audit and I, and fill out the form there. And I personally will check out your website and look at what's working and what's not working, including the SEO. We do the fast, the, the last five kind of points are about like your, your Google, my, your Google business profile. Now they're calling it, it used to be Google, Mm -hmm. um, my business, um, your reviews, your SEO. I can look at, um, using a SEO tool, I can kind of see how well you're doing on search engine optimization, how much traffic you're getting from Google and stuff. So I'll check it out. It's hookagency.com slash audit, A-U-D-I-T. And uh, I'll spend 10 minutes with your website. I know I'm going to get a few of those because I see, I see how many views you get on these videos. I'm looking forward to it and I'm going to go through your website for at least 10 minutes and do this. So appreciate you. Yeah. Guys we'll link for, to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that link in the description. And you know, the other thing yeah. we didn't really mention, but I, we should mention it here at the close because getting leads is one uh, reason to have a website, but in this day and age, and I could, maybe we did mention this there actually yeah. everybody I know who's a contractor is so slammed and everybody I know, like can't find work and yeah. employees. And you actually mentioned that maybe speak to that a little bit. So yeah. you're saying that one strategy for website is for finding, uh, employees or how, how, yeah, how can a website if, help with that? People, let's say you're putting out your job posts on, on Indeed, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, or having your employees 
kind of refer other prospective employees, whatever you happen to do. Um, that website is reflecting on the quality of work environment as well. Like, and, and that is one thing that you can do if you, if you create a website that looks like your company's cool, <laughs> mm-hmm. like that helps. And you can also put like a careers tab up there, right? Like for a lot of, we've, we've done more like commercial construction companies that are really desperate for people or whatever. So we'll put it up. You know, you, you put the call to action with the button. A lot of times it's like, get a consultation or something, but you can put a little careers tab right above it or like a secondary button that says careers. Um, I like putting, I think you should have a video about your culture right on that page. Mm -hmm. And then ideally you even have like a listing of all the jobs right there you can click through to them, whether that's like on the website or it goes to your secondary job platform. There's a lot of opportunity there to treat somebody very wise. I should say the guy's name, teamengine.io, or that's the company name. He just did a podcast with me and it was like, treat this like it's lead gen. You know what I mean? Mm. Treat this like it's marketing. Make, and I did that recently on some job posts that I did because I've been having trouble too. And we have a very fluffy work environment. You know what I mean? Like, so it's crazy. I can't imagine what it's like for contractors. Like, so treat it like it's lead gen. One, like write the job post like you actually like not dry, like write it like you really want somebody and you're trying to connect with them. Write it as a personal letter to the job, uh, the the person and, you know, make it sound. Talk about the things you're doing well. Have I even do like a list of with emojis at the front with all the benefits of working there. I'm treating this like it's marketing, you know, like not just dry job stuff because the, the tables have turned and it's it's in the. It's yep. for the employee right now, right? And then yeah, that's it. That's it. They have them. Yeah, they have like the you know if you're a skilled or an ambitious uh, worker, you know, getting into the trades, you have your pick of the litter and where mm-hmm. you want to work. You can kind yeah. of and if you're listening to this and you're like younger, it will say in coming out of high school or college, you need to. This is important. Like you have, mm-hmm. um, you have more job options now than than normally in this yeah. space, and so. And, and to the employers, we got to remember that these young folks, they are like, they're, they're not sacrificing, but when they take a job somewhere, that's going on their resume. And they it, it, it matters to them that it will mm. reflect well on their career. Will yeah. working for this company look move me to the place I want to be? And that's maybe it will if it's just kind of like the you know under the radar super slam contractor like you could certainly learn a lot but there's also some value for that person working for a company that might have a little more some type of clout that could be Mm -hmm. portrayed through a website that then when they roll forward like oh this is where i worked for three years when somebody's clicking through that they could be like cool you know as opposed to i looked for Yeah. Instead of just like, I worked for whatever backwoods yeah. tree trimmer. Oh, he was a cool guy. He, he sent him a fax. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's yeah. a much different like message about your and resume. You back, these... Like backwoods tree trimmer. And has got like a, a dope logo and like the, the website looks great yeah. and like has all these, Hey, yeah, right. this is cool. This, if they work for this company, then this, you know, and plus employees, current employees get a sense of pride. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like when we make a website, people that work for that company think they work for a cooler company than they did previously. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, they, they do. It's one of those things that's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, like smell or electricity. Yeah. It's like you can't see it, but you know when it's there, and it's you know it's it's nice when yeah. it's like, you know working in your favor. <laughs> the good news, um, just to you, Nate. Like, I know that you're talking like you should want this. A lot more contractors want this these days than five years yeah. ago. Like in my experience, yeah. like now that we've been doing this for, you know, a good chunk of time, I've seen a lot like, cause you know, about 10 years ago or whatever, I, I started going into this career and, um, five years ago we started the company and or five and a half now, the weird part is, yeah, it's, it's younger people making companies now, man, there's people I'm 36. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people my age. I'd like one of the OG clients we have is 31 and is they're going to $20 million this year. And I was part of wow. helping him get there 31 years old. So there's a lot of people that are on the come up now that are yeah. 30 to 45 that get this, that already know. Yeah. And no offense. Yeah. You're going to be, comp- if you're, if, and I'm, this sounds ageist, but I'm just saying like, if you're, if you don't understand the value of this, you could be 22 and you don't understand the value of this, right? If you don't get why digital marketing matters, if you don't think your website matters, you're competing against not just other contractors for leads. You're competing for employees. Yeah. And they know it matters. Like these people know it matters and they're going to make themselves almost look cooler than they are. <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely a thing. Yeah, it's like you you ignore this at your own peril yeah. and your own yeah. risk. Well, that's a good uh good spot to stop here, Tim. Thanks so much. And we'll link to um the the uh audit link you I feel like I got to say something. Agency. I got to say oh, something go inspirational after that. I don't want to just be the guy who sells with fear. I got to say something positive. <laughs> All um, right, give it to us. Hey, if you're a small business, a owner or a a contractor in general, I just want to say this is like we are trying to help people recognize the truth about the trades, that it's a, a, a amazing opportunity for their career, that it's a powerful way to be useful in your community, and that it's an exciting up and coming industry that is gonna that is gonna be more and more well respected because the people in the trades are doing things that are anchored, that are real, that are, that are useful to their, their fellow homo, you know, people in their area. So we have a little project that we're working on to help popularize and help people understand the truth about the trades. It's actually tradesindemand.org, tradesindemand.org. And it's a, um, it actually has listings of like popular trades that are currently in demand and it also has videos. We're trying to, we're trying to get more of these. So if you feel like contributing, we're looking for like two minute videos that showcase a particular trade and why it's cool and why you might want to get into it as a young person. So if you ever feel like being part of that tradesindemand.org is something that we're working on right now to try to use some of our marketing skills to help people recognize the truth about the trades and how um, awesome it, it is to work in the trades. So thank oh, you for having is, me on. Yeah, I love it. That is you're, 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 you're speaking our message there. We feel the same way. It's actually kind of amazing how many trades exist that I'm still learning about, you know, like I just kind of, uh, I can, I'm now I'm going to blank on it, but someone the other day, um, I can't remember now. There's a lot, you know, these trades that yeah. are existing 
you know, oh, well, this is a different story. But my son asked me, we were driving and there was like a bucket truck in front of us, mm. you know, like a, the guy went up and, and he kind of started asking like a, about like that type of work, you know, work on power mm. lines and stuff. And anyways, the, these types of just extremely valuable mm-hmm. uh, trades and lucrative uh, careers yep. that exist that, that if, if nobody tells you about it, then you might not know about it. And you especially when you're, you know, psychology, 18. like yeah. <laughs> you might go to exactly. school for philosophy. I mean, basically like, I honestly believe it's honorable that we all get the word out about this and help people not like, I think there's just more opportunities than people realize. And they think like, unfortunately our education system is a little bit broken and I like give honor to the teachers that are trying, but like, it tells people about the things that require college and not the things that give you a hundred K five years after you graduate high school, if you just learn yeah. them and, and care. Right. Yeah, that's great. All right, Tim, well, keep up the good work. I love what you're doing. We'll link yeah. to your, all your sites here. And if any of you are, uh, if this is striking a chord, I, I suspect there's some people listening, if, especially if they're still listening, they've already, they'd known they needed to get this cleaned up in their business for a long time. Well, maybe this is the sign to, to get her done. So, hey, thanks for joining us. We'll do it again one of these days and uh, have a great rest of your week. Awesome. Thank you, sir.